Hi, I'm Michaela from Columbus, and I would absolutely recommend 3C. Because the accident wasn't my fault, 3C stepped in to handle the other person's insurance company, so I didn't have to do a thing. While they were fixing up my bumper, they actually fixed up a few of the scratches that were there, and now it looks brand new. I would totally recommend 3C to my friends and family, and I have been. <laughs> 3C Potty Shop. This is the Ranger Report Podcast. News, insights, predictions, interviews, and information about the Texas Rangers from the major leagues to the minor leagues. And now, here are your hosts, Ben Dieter and CJ Berryman. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Ranger Report podcast. Uh, we are glad to have you along with us. It's been a little too long since we've done one. We had a couple of guests fall through, but not tonight. Tonight, coming up here in just a minute, we'll speak with Jared Sandler from the Rangers Radio Network. Hopefully, you guys will enjoy that. CJ and I will talk to him, and then we'll break down the beginning of the Ranger season so far after that. So stick around for that. Don't forget to become a patron if you are interested in uh, supporting the podcast. You can go to Patreon. Slash the Ranger Report, and there are several different ways to give and several good uh, rewards for people that give. We have several Patreons, always looking for more, so hopefully, you'll think about doing that. Also, we have a buy me a coffee, buymeacoffee.com slash the Ranger Report. You can just give a donation. You don't have to be a monthly subscriber. You can just throw some money our way. Help us to keep this on the air. Help us to keep getting good guests, good interviews, and help us to upgrade some audio equipment so that we can do uh, better and better on this podcast. And hopefully you can enjoy it more and more. Go to therangerreport.com. Check out our store. We have all kind of cool apparel, stickers, hats, cups, uh, all kind of stuff you can go check out there. So go to the Ranger report.com slash shop and check out what we got there coming up after this short break we will talk to jared sandler from the rangers radio network this is the ranger report podcast hey guys have you ever thought about starting your own podcast when i was trying to get this podcast off the ground i had a lot of questions like how do i record an episode How do I get my show into the apps all the people like to listen to? And how do I make money from my podcast? Well, the answer to every one of these questions is really simple. It's called Anchor. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. And best of all, it's 100% free and extremely easy to use. And now, Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means you can get paid to podcast right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. I've been using Anchor now for, oh, almost a year, and I really enjoy it. It's a lot easier than any of the other podcast apps I've ever tried. And again, it's free, guys. It really is free. It doesn't cost anything. Uh, So if you want to get started on a podcast and making money doing it, then go to anchor.fm slash start. That's anchor.fm slash start. Anchor, the best way to podcast. This is Jared Sandler, and you're listening to the Ranger Report Podcast. All right, guys, welcome back to the Ranger Report Podcast. Tonight, we are joined by Jared Sandler of the Rangers Radio Network. Jared, how are you doing tonight? 
Great, fellas. Thanks so much for having me. Yes, sir. You bet. Let's start off talking about how different it's been so far in 2021 from 2020 to actually have crowds at Globe Life Field. Does that uh, does the atmosphere feel a little different than it did last year? Yeah, it certainly does. You know, I hope the people who are coming are, are acting responsibly and uh, being mindful of those around them. But, uh, you know, I think, for instance, last Sunday, walk-off uh, base hit for Nate Lowe last year would have been a muted celebration with you know the the cheers of the players and that's really it but uh, you know this year you got the fans you got the environment the the anticipation the energy all that stuff and uh, i think it makes for a, a more enjoyable environment obviously uh you don't want it to come at the expense of people's health and safety so again you know hopefully people are acting responsibly but uh it is definitely uh refreshing and, and also a, a little a little drop of normalcy right you know to, yeah. to feel like uh mm-hmm. you know you, you Nothing outside of, uh, you know, you, you don't really think about what's outside of the, the ballpark and inside the ballpark. It seems a little little normal. And uh, that's uh, I think that's a good thing for everyone. Jared, the rotation has been quite a surprise this year and they're going through an amazing stretch right now. What do you think has been the main contributor to that early success? Well, I think the lack of walks is a huge part of that. You know, they just uh, last night lost a stretch of 27 straight innings without issuing a walk. And starting pitchers here, their last three starts, and we're getting ready for the second game of this three-game series against the Angels. And uh, starting pitching has gone 19 straight innings without issuing a run. So, uh, you know, the starters have set the tone. The bullpen's been up and down. But uh, to be expected when you consider how ravaged the bullpen's been due to injury. Uh, but I just think, you know, you look at this, uh, this rotation, it's not – uh, Kershaw, Bauer, Urias, Dustin May, you know, it, it's not guys filled with nasty ability. It's just guys who have the ability to, to be solid contributors, but they got to make sure not to give up the free stuff and uh, limiting the walks, I think has been a huge part of their success. All right. Looking at last night's game, speaking of that, it was kind of cool to see uh, Otani face off against Arihara. I believe they were teammates in uh, Japan and I think that they won a championship together. Uh, for the ham fighters and that was pretty cool but you can't talk about last night without talking about the almost home run that uh, adolis garcia took away from otani and then just the way that adolis garcia is playing with a swagger right now i mean is this guy like the most confident player on the team right now uh you know he might be he's certainly having as much fun as anyone and <laughs> i think it's it's been really cool to see uh you know i, I think we all like the the underdog story or the the guy who maybe hasn't had it lined up on a red carpet for him. And, you know, Adolis Garcia, first of all, comes from Cuba. You know, remember, that's a, a world that is so foreign to us in terms of the way they are ultimately forced to live and, and the lack of resources. And, you know, that you got people making like $10, $11 a month, and that's about as good as they can, can do. Uh, and, you know, he comes over here and uh, he struggles a little bit. You know, he struggles – being able to recognize ball or strike. He swings at just about everything. And, uh, you know, he's, he's already an incredible success story just getting off that Island, but obviously wants more than that. And uh, the Rangers acquired him from the Cardinals when the Cardinals designated him for assignment uh, back in 2019 last year, went to camp, but uh, you know, not much more beyond that. And, uh, this year came back to camp and he was really good. And, you know, he stood out, stood down a way where it was more than, uh, oh, you know, guy who's just having success in meaningless exhibition games. It was like, wow, like this is a different Adolis Garcia. So it's been a lot of fun watching him and 
uh, hopefully he can keep it up. You know, it's only been a week. So a lot of baseball left to, uh, you know, I guess, uh, you know, figure out whether he's going to sink or swim, but uh, he's certainly got the talent. He's got the tools. And uh, he's, as you mentioned, he's playing with the confidence that you need to succeed at this level. He's got some quite a bit of swag to him too. <clears throat> Uh, there's been a lot of overreaction since opening day. Um, obviously, it's early, and but there's still going to be overreaction. And we knew the team was going to be re- rebuilding. But why do you think some so many fans are angry at the slow start of some of the younger players? Well, I, I think that's uh, – in my experience, you know, you have everyone fans differently, right? You know, some people, mm-hmm. they're just going to look for every positive, and that's that's good enough for them. Other people – uh, you know, they kind of approach it with a level head and then, you know, there's some, it's never good enough. And so, uh, you know, I think you're always going to see that, but, you know, I think with Leody Tavares, I'll use him specifically, you know, going into the year, he was identified as the guy who is most likely to be a part of the future. You know, no one was going to confuse him for Mike Trout or Juan Soto or Ronald Acuna Jr. or anything, but, you know, he was this 22 year old switch hitting center fielder who could win a gold glove and maybe, uh, be the center fielder the Rangers really have lacked since Josh Hamilton. Not that he was going to, you know, have that sort of an impact. And he's just looked really poor at the plate. And uh, so, you know, I think when you go into a season with the rebuild label, you know that you're not necessarily cheering on a, a future World Series winning team in that particular season. So you're looking at individuals. You're looking at, at you know, possible success stories, reasons for excitement moving forward. And Leody was at the top of the list and it's not a bad thing. He's struggling. I mean, if he, let's just say that he wasn't, uh, he wasn't with the Rangers to start the season and he was getting ready to play double a baseball for the very first time. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, he had never played double a at 22. We'd be pumped. Like, you know, nothing wrong with that. He's, he's 22. He's barely got double a experience, no triple a experience and limited major league experience. He is ahead of schedule. He's not going to be a future first ballot Hall of Famer, I don't think. You know, maybe he will be. I don't know. But, you know, I don't think that's like the expectation. But do you have a guy who could hit, you know, seventh, maybe second, maybe lead off, maybe ninth and play gold glove center field for you? Absolutely. And his struggles so far at 22 years old is, is by no means an indication that that's not still in the cards. All right, one of those weird anomalies from the 2021 season so far, and it kind of goes back to last year too. The Rangers are playing better on the road than they are at home. I know it's a brand-new park. They say it plays bigger, but I haven't really noticed that so far this year. It seems to be pretty good, but uh, why do you think that is, and you think it's just an anomaly that will level itself out eventually? Yeah, I, you know, I think so, guys. I think last year, if you look at the Rangers' lack of success offensively, a lot of it was, uh, I think, due to the fact they didn't have any – real success offensively. That was not a very good offensive team. Uh, and so while uh, other teams in the playoffs were teeing off, you know, it kind of was a, an indicator that, well, maybe it's not the ballpark and, you know, it's just nine games this year at home and, and the road numbers have been you know noticeably better. If we're a month from now, two months from now, and the, the road numbers are still significantly better, or even if it's just the home numbers are, are rough, then maybe you're, you know, wondering how much of this is becoming a mental thing, but you also got to, you know, consider uh, where the Rangers is a team offensively. You know, is this a a good offensive team that just can't hit at home or is this just an okay offensive team? That's kind of okay 
at home. Uh, you know, cause I, I don't think guys, the best way I can answer this is I don't think that the Dodgers would struggle to score runs at globe life field. You know, I don't think that, uh, the angels, you know, field. So, you know, I, I think it's, it's just about the players and this is going to be a streaky lineup and it's just so happened that, you know, nine games into their home schedule, uh, some of those streaks have uh, been of the, the not so favorable variety. Yeah. And we're going to talk about replay now and it just has just seemed completely pointless so far this season. I mean, replay has just been a drag. So what, what are your thoughts on that? And, and shouldn't the league put a time limit on how long a replay takes? Yeah, I mean, definitely. Uh, I, you know, for me, the question, guys, isn't as much should replay exist. Not that that's what you were suggesting, but it's not as much should replay exist. It's more how do you make it better? Because there are too many examples of replay actually coming up big and 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 righting the wrongs in critical moments. And you know, I I don't know, I. I guess it's tough to know for sure. I am of the belief that, and I don't blame them for doing this, but I am of the belief that umpires look out for their own and they are more inclined to uphold a call than overturn it, especially if it's not obvious because they want uh, to protect their peers. You know, these guys don't like replay. I don't think, you know, I, I think it's, you know, they take it as a shot at their credibility the reality is they're human and they shouldn't be expected to, to make every call perfectly. It's okay. Like I, I never think when I see a call miss, like, man, like this guy sucks because he just didn't get that bang, bang call. Right. Like it's amazing that they get some of these ones, right. The, as frequently as they do, um, you know, strike ball calling. That's a different story, but uh, I, what I would like is, and I don't know, uh, I'm sure that they're, several hurdles to achieve this. But what I would like is you have an independent group of arbiters who have a, a license or they, they pass some sort of accreditation to where they are considered major league baseball caliber. And they are an independent group. They're not former umpires. They have no connection to any of the active umpires you might not even know who the heck these guys are, but instead of rotating umpiring groups through the replay command center, you've got these guys and gals and they're the ones who look at the replay and they make the decision. And, you know, there are a lot of people who are capable of looking at a replay. You don't need to have the the MLB rule book memorized. Uh, You know, I I think that would be nice. And you want these people to be as uh, qualified as possible. I'm not talking about like, Hey, section 12, row six, seat three, you're the lucky replay person tonight. You know, I'm talking about people who, who put in the hours to uh, make sure they've got that, that knowledge, but they also hopefully won't feel any uh, responsibility to the umpires who make the calls. And I don't know if that would make a difference. I don't think it would hurt, uh, but it is something that I, I wonder. And Again, I don't fault these guys for looking out for their own. I'm a loyal person. I can't tell you that I wouldn't do the same thing, but that doesn't mean that you can't improve upon it. And, and I think that's what question needs to be asked is how can you improve upon it? Because that's definitely – replay is definitely something that can be an asset to Major League Baseball. 
Yeah, I agree with that. All right. For those that haven't made it out yet, what are your, some of your favorite features of the new ballpark? I'll be honest, guys. I haven't really gotten a whole lot of opportunity to wander around. We're, huh. we're kind of kept in a bubble, you know, in our, in our booth. Um, you know, obviously the roof is great and everyone knows about the roof. Um, I, I have heard from folks that the seats themselves, you're just more connected to the play. You know, you're closer you know, the, the equivalent seat at Globe Life Park is a little further away than its, uh, uh, you know, seat at, at Globe Life Field, if that makes sense. Um, you know, I, I think something that is really exciting, I, I'm a sucker for, like, you know, loud crowds, right? Like, I love I love the idea that, you know, you, you play at a place that can just rock the roof off. And uh, the way the stadium is built, uh, it's built up, and obviously the roof, the sound stays within – uh, and you also have less seats. So that's, you know, you could have 40,000 at globe life park and the entire upper deck would be empty. Uh, so it's more packed together and this place is rocking. Like it, it's going to be a significant home field advantage from a crowd standpoint. And I'm really looking forward to that. As far as some of the other stuff, I'm probably not the best person to ask. I know <laughs> there are some really cool features, but I have not really been able to experience all of them just yet. All right. Well, I'll just have to go check him out for myself when I come the first time this year. <laughs> um, will you be calling any Rough Rider games this year that you know of? I wish I had better news. I, I don't think so, guys. <laughs> oh. For COVID reasons, uh, it's probably not going to happen. I, I, I would love the opportunity to do it, but I unfortunately don't think that it's in the cards for this year. All right, Jared, last question. And we always make the last question to all of our guests the most hard, the most difficult, and most <laughs> uncomfortable question we possibly can come up with. Uh, so are you ready? I'm ready. All right. Tonight's starting pitcher for the Rangers, Jordan Lyles. When you look at him, who does he remind you of? <laughs> huh. All right, look at him. Jordan Lyles. Uh, okay, I've got one. I don't think this is necessarily what you're looking for, but I'm just like on, you know, at the top of my head. I think he has some similar features to Jason Statham, although much taller and more hair. I think if, if they both had a hat on, they, they have a similar facial shape and the beard. Uh, I'd go with Jason Statham, but I don't think that's at all who uh, <laughs> you guys are, are looking for. I was going with uh, – I was looking for Ben Rogers. Interesting. Okay, hold on, <laughs> hold on. So you guys wouldn't be able to answer this, I don't think. He actually looks more like Ben's older brother, Tony. Oh, no. Is that <laughs> the, like is that that the yeah, Okay. Uh, <laughs> I think if I had to uh, – yeah, I think he looks like Ben's older brother, Tony. Certainly doesn't look like the younger brother, Jonathan. Um, I would say he looks like Tony now that you think of now that you bring that up. <laughs> was it, was it, uh, is it the same brother that he has the gravy going to set it off story? Uh, yes. Okay, okay. <laughs> I, know, I know his brother from the story. That's it. Yeah, a lot of people do, I guess. All right, Jared, uh, you know, before we let you go, uh, I, I made a suggestion on Twitter the other day. I wasn't going to bring this up, but I thought, what the heck, you know, just if you take advice, which you don't need any, I think you should uh, call the manager show Woody's Roundup. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so you'd have to take that one up with the Hall of Famer, Eric Adele. I, I just followed his lead. Uh, he's the one who, uh, you know, it's a great suggestion. 
but uh, he's the one who comes up with all that stuff. So uh, when you have him on, you should uh, throw that his way and see what he says. He'll probably hang up on me. All right, Jared Sandler, thank you for joining us tonight. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm going to leave that one up to Ben. I'm, I'm staying away from that one. <laughs> hey, thanks so much for having me on, guys. Hope you guys have a great day. Thanks for listening to the Ranger Report podcast. Find us on Twitter, Facebook, and at therangerreport.com.